What's going on? It's time for another week of PGA DFS. Don't give me that. Don't give me that major hangover bullshit. I ain't got time for it, okay? You, you, you catch your breath. I'll give you Monday morning, and by Monday afternoon, we're on to the we're on to the travelers, all right? Which hopefully is when you're watching this. And we gotta, you know, we gotta get right back after it because we got a load of field, incredible contest, and you know what? PGA DFS be fun as shit. And by Wednesday night, you'll be ready to go. So Get your mind right. Get focused. We got a lot to talk about. What's up, new guy in the Degenerate 75? I'm a PGA DFS content creator who is uh, here to help you get a little bit better at PGA DFS because if you don't know, this shit be hard. Some people be calling it AKA kicking the nuts because it's hard and you're going to lose most times. But if you do things right, you'll learn the process. You can get sustainable at it and maybe even become a winner if you have a shamrock shoved up your ass. So if you're here for picks, you're not going to get them. But if you want to learn how to play and get a little bit better for somebody who's been doing it for a long time, you might have just found the right place, you mother father. Hey, Check out that schedule right there. You see it? That is my schedule. Right now, you're watching the course preview show. Probably the only one in the industry. I'm kidding, new guy. Come the fuck down. My newsletter goes out Tuesday. Yes, I have a newsletter. You need to sign up for it. More on that in a little bit. The emergency stream every Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Lord's time zone. Be there. If you make your lineups before you watch that, that's the first reason you're losing, you donkey dick. And then, of course, I do round three and round four showdown hoedown, the flagship of the station every Friday and Saturday night. Be there for it and check it out. Hey, do me a favor. Did you play uh, uh, underdog best ball? Leave me a comment on this YouTube video and tell me if you had any make it to either the Albatross final, which you can see I had two make it, or the Albatross return, which I only had one with a shit ton of seconds. You know what a second gets you? A whole bunch of nothing, Bob. So I guess you get you 30 bucks. But I want to know how you guys did because I'm telling you, this PGA best ball is the way of the future. Leave a comment in there. Tell me how you did, and that, and then I'll draw. Uh, we'll do a YouTube drawing uh, on the stream Wednesday to play a ticket with me. Okay? I want to know how you guys did because these prizes are crazy. If you're in the final, you have a one in four hundred chance of winning a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's insane, Bob. All right, let's get to it. Uh, 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 the course breakdown. If you don't know, they're at TPC River Highlands, which is up in Cromwell, Connecticut, which I believe is just south of Hartford. Um, and uh, 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 this is a cool course. It's a cool course, right? Because yeah, I think it's the shortest course on the PGA Tour, only tipping out at about 6,800 yards, right? Yes, it's a par 70, so that's going to take some distance off. But regardless, 60, I'm going to go play golf today, and I'm pretty sure that I'm playing a 6,800-yard course. So that ain't very long, Bob, because I'm not very good at golf. All right? So that's the first thing you want to know. It is a shorter technical course. It's a Pete Dye course. And if you're new to, to, to PGA DFS, new guy, you want to know Pete Dye is a famous architect from back in the day, and a lot of his courses, TPC Sawgrass, a lot of the TPC courses are, are Pete Dye courses, and he is really good at at fucking with players, okay? His courses aren't super long, you know, they're, they're not very, you know, not super punitive rough. This isn't the U.S. Open. He does it with angles and tricks and makes it where you can have tucked pins and you have to be in the right part of the fairway. He's not a guy you can just go out there and bomb and gouge his course, right? You would think that a course like this, being 6,800 yards, hell, I'll just go take me a bomber like Rory and he'll just, he'll just overpower this course. You can't overpower Pete Dye courses. That's what's so great. And that is why how his courses have really stood the test of time. So I think that's the first thing you want to know is, understanding a little bit about the architect and the type of courses that this architect created. Man, my eye is itchy as fuck. All right. It's, aller it's allergy season here in Oklahoma, brother. All right. Onto the course. It is a par 70, as I told you. We only have two par fives tipping out at 523 and 574. Those seem like they would be pretty short, but you can see uh, the, the 523 one only plays not even a quarter shot under par. So that is definitely not a free birdie. And the other one only plays about a little past a quarter shot over par. So the two par fives are not just your free par fives, right? So par five scoring is going to not be at a very big premium for me this week, right? I'm not, there's only two of them, and they're not particularly uh, easy to score on, right? From there, you've got four par threes, as you would expect on a par 70. 
Two of them are, are moderate distances of uh, 158 and what is it, 171, and the other ones are both over uh, between 200 and 225. So not the easiest holes, right? But the vast majority of this course is going to be those medium distance par fours, right? The, the 400 to 450 yard par fours. And that's where the lion's share of this course, not only the scoring, but just the, where you need to play well at is going to be done, right? Uh, as you can see, looking at the top 20 finishers here, uh, 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 approach and putting seem to be the biggest things. Off the tee doesn't matter as much here. I mean, it, it does matter. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a bomber score, right? So a lot of times when guys gain off the tee, they're gaining that with distance. But you can also gain it off the tee by putting it in the fairway and giving yourself good second shots. And having guys that are going to be playing from the fairway this way are going to be super important. Not just playing from the fairway, but playing from the right angle. Because a lot of times, you will specifically need to be on the right half of the fairway or the left side of the fairway to have any real approach angle because of what this course does to you, okay? So having guys who can put a drive out there 285 right where they want it, to me, is more important than a guy who can put it out there 315 and fucking sprays it, okay? So that is how I'm going to really be looking at guys that control it. Off the top of my head, a guy like Tom Kim, Corey Connors, guys like that really come to mind off of what I'm looking for for the tee. Of course, approach is going to be important, and with so many of the uh, approach shots on those uh, par four, uh, the, the par fours that are 400 to 450, I think that the proximity is really important. This 125 to 175 range, you can see almost half of all approach shots come from this range, right? So I'm really going to be focused, right? This is this would be like what a wedge nine iron for most of these guys, right? So uh, that that's going to be the two proximity distances I'm really going to be looking at. Of course, I'll be looking at par four scoring 400 to 450 as eight of the holes fall into that bucket, right? And once again, if you're thinking this course seems short, it seems easy, just know that the winning score usually falls somewhere in about that minus 14 to minus 18 range, right? And I think we're going to see that this week. Definitely not a birdie fest, but also not the U.S. Open, right? I think this would be somewhere between easy to medium conditions, right? Probably leaning more towards medium conditions. But cut score, you can see, is always a good indication of how a course plays. It usually floats right around even, right? Sometimes, some years it's easier, but most years it's even or minus one is going to be the cut, okay? So that gives you an idea that the course is probably going to play right at even par or slightly under uh, every day, right? The one thing that this course can do to really help itself is get some wins, and I think we, uh, as you'll see, uh, we're going to probably see some nice gusts this week, so I think that that will protect the course a little bit, although I do see some rain on Friday and Saturday, which could soften this this course up even more than normal, and when this course is soft, uh, uh, it gets pretty easy, right? Um, soft conditions lead to better scoring at almost any course, right? Uh, also, as far as the greens go, they're like a they're like a poa bent mix, right? So you're gonna see poa, you're gonna see bent. I am not a grass expert, but from what I gather, I don't think I want to play putting surface splits this week, right? I want to look at fast greens, and I just want to look at generally guys who've been putting well recently. Okay, I don't think that this is your true poa or bent. I've I, I've heard from different people who are guys that know shit about grass say that it plays more like poa, and some people say it plays more like bent. So you know what? Fuck it, I won't listen to any of them. I'll just play who's been putting well recently, right? Because you know, generally speaking, guys like Denny McCarthy, Brennan Todd, uh, Sam Burns, it doesn't matter what fucking service they're on. They can just roll the rock, right? So that's what I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to really be focused. Uh, and, and, of course, just recent ball striking, right? Guys who play well on Pete Dye, par four scoring in that 400 to 450. This approach bucket from 125 to 175, uh, 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 and guys who've just been putting well recently, because you are going to have to make some putts here, right? Uh, and that's what I'm going to be looking at. I'm not going to be playing bombers off the tee. I'm not giving a ton of weight to around the green, but I think you do want to look at it, right? Uh, the, you're not going to go 18 out of 18 green in regulation this week, so I think it is important to consider that, right? 
Uh, those are some things I'm looking at uh, uh, this week. Also, you can see driving accuracy. It is easier to hit these fairways, but driving distance tends to be down. Uh, and uh, I think that that is a basic overview of what this course is going to be. I love courses like this because I think every fucking player is in play this week, right? You know, there's there's some weeks at the U.S. Open last week. There's just some guys that literally, no matter how well they play, they could never compete there, right? The course was just too long for them. It was almost unfair how long and difficult the course was. But at a course like this, a technical player, anybody can play at this course, right? Bombers can do well at this course, uh, and, and, and so can ball strikers, and so can uh, short technical hitters, right? Almost anybody can play well at this course. And when you have a course that all 156 guys can play at and have a real chance to win, that to me are the best weeks, okay? Not those weeks where you can basically just mark off half the field because of the course itself. So, uh, needless to say, TPC River Highlands, even though it's an older course, even though it's uh, the shortest, if not, it is the shortest, if not the shortest course, one of the shortest courses on the tour, uh, I think it's held up well, and I'm excited. This is a fun little course, right? Uh, all right, let's get to the next thing contest selection uh you want to know a little secret uh the contests are fucking sweet this week there you go that's the that's the long answer look at this bad boy right here you know i always shit on the main tw uh the main lottery this week first of all it's a 25 dollar this week and not a 20 dollar but look at this a million dollars first of all holy shit a million dollars is a big prize pool right uh, uh, DraftKings is not playing for the uh post uh major hangover this week right but here's what's incredible. Only 20% going to first. You rarely ever see that in the lotteries. The lotteries are almost always 25 or 33% up top. Only 20% this week. So $200,000 incredible prize pool. Yes, you have to beat 47,000 people. Yes, the tickets are 25 bucks. And yes, it is not a great EV play to get into this, okay? However... If you're ever going to play in this, this is really good. Second place is half of first. That's really good. Tenth place is 133rd of first. That's not that bad. That's really not that bad. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to be playing probably elsewhere this week, but if you play in this, I won't call you a donkey dick like I normally will, okay? Uh, from there, well, I need to sort by total prizes. The 555 looks so good. Look at that. One-fifth to first. Second place is 60% of first. And 10th place is 120th. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, give it to me. That looks good. Uh, the big $5 this week, yes. I don't love that there's 83,000 people in it, right? You're going to – very rarely are you going to beat it. But for 750 bucks, you can max enter this bad boy. And it's not a bad payout structure. 14% to first. Second place is only 40% of first. I don't love that. And 10th place is 133rd. So it goes down pretty quickly. But it is a good way to – you know, if you want to play 750, I wouldn't I – wouldn't hate on you. The big $200 this week, I don't love when they do a quarter up top, right? That's just not the best, Bob. Not the best. This one, I've just fallen in love with this bad boy. The, 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 the 254 max, if you're a medium to higher level player and you're not playing in this every week, slap yourself in the face because you don't know good contest selection. But let's get into the contest that like most of you guys are going to play. If you're playing 100 bucks this week, I'm telling you, man, just go play in this $100 single entry. This is such a good format. This is such a good tournament to play in. Uh, the $3.20 max, I really like this payout structure. But man, 27,000 people ain't easy to beat with 20 lineups, bruh. Ain't easy to do. Look at that. They got the 333-3 max again. Jesus, DraftKings, you're really doing it up this week. Really doing it up. Look at that. If you want to play 150 lineups on a budget, this is a really good payout structure. The micro mini max, got to like it. Uh, the, the $1.20 max, can't go wrong with this. Oh, my God. Look at that price structure. Delicious. 14th place is one-tenth of first. Holy shit. The micro short game is, is, is macro, if I may. If I may. Uh, uh, the $5 single entry, $12 single entry, $33 single entry are all great. But I would be remiss if I didn't tell you. Don't listen. Please don't do this. 
don't play for these Fantasy Golf World Championship tickets. Although, two guys in my community, Nick and Gabby, both want them. The co my community, we just keep getting all them tickets. Uh, this is the last week to get them, okay? The Fantasy Golf World Championships, there's only 300 tickets. These are the final look. That's 294 right there. That's 293, so you can see it's almost up. It looks like 297, so it looks like there's only going to be a handful left for showdown. That's it, because there's only 300 tickets to give away. If you want to get in one of these, this is your last chance to get it. You better get after it, but just know, when you chase these tickets, you are negative EV. But damn, they're fun when you win them. Damn, they're fun when you win them. And a 1 in 300 chance at a million bucks, I like that. Okay, so that is contest selection. Really great contest. Super happy with DraftKings. I am am I going to play week long? Yeah. Yeah, I am, Bob. You, no way I'm passing up all these awesome contests. But I also am going to leave a good chunk of my bankroll for Showdown because let's just face it, it is easier to win at Showdown than it is at Week Long. Okay, the big, the big dirty secret about Week Long is you can do everything right. You can play the weather right. You can, uh, you can play the ownership right. You can do everything right. Have well thought out lineups, and all you can do is get your guys to Saturday, and then who knows what the fuck they're gonna do, right? Who knows if they're gonna play well on the weekend? So when you think of it like that, that really is a lot more luck involved in Week Long. Whereas Showdown, like I can look specifically at that date and gain a big edge, right? Because I only got to be right for that 18 holes, not 72 holes, right? Just something to consider. But you want to know the one contest you should definitely play in, dude? Mine! Look at that! The Showdown Hoedown Listener League. You look at me and you look at me right now. Go reserve your three spots right now. If I have to sweat this shit one more Wednesday night, I'm going to start punching people in the ball sack. Get this fixed. There's thousands of you that will watch this damn show. There's no reason we should not be able to fill this. It's growing my community. Top five all get... A shout out and a free, uh, what am I doing? Free month on the Discord on my website to get all my tools. So get in this, get in it now, share the link with a friend. It has reduced rake. It's a $3 five max flat payout structure. It's the nuts tournament. Yeah, get in this one. And then also you should get in Pat Mayo's. If you're playing 60 bucks in a week, you should play my $3 five max and you should play Pat Mayo's $3 15 max. That'd be the best thing you could ever do with your 60 bucks. It will be so much more sustainable. You'll have real prizes that you can hit that are awesome. Okay, do it if you don't. I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. Okay. You know what? Before we get to our, our, our uh, 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 price reactions, go check out DGN75.com, the fastest growing community in all of PGA DFS. <laughs> Legit had over 50 people sign up for the U.S. Open. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you. It continues to grow. It's a special community. If you're an asshole, you can fuck off now because I'll ban your ass the second you piss me off. It is different. It is not like anything else out there. I'm not over there giving picks. I'm not over there being a toxic piece of shit like other discords. It is different. It is fun. And it is a way to learn how to get better at PGA DFS. If that is something you're interested in, come check it out. If if it's not something you're interested in, then why the fuck are you watching this station? Moving on! Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. If you sign up for that newsletter, simply send proof to the editor and he will give you a free week on the website where you can get all my tools, including the Rosetta Stone and everything you need. Simply sign up. It, the link in the description along with my contest. Do it. Do it. Don't be an old, okay? I'm an old, but don't be like me, okay? Do as I say, not as I do. Alright, let's get to uh, price reactions here, okay? I have not looked at these. I, have, I opened it, but I did not look. Uh, we have a star-studded field. I'm going to assume that the pricing is going to be a little bit tighter than we saw last week because, you know, like it's not a major, right? All the plebs are taking this week off. I'm, I didn't win. I can't believe I didn't win my million dollars with my one lineup in the $25 last week. Okay, those guys, they're fucking gone, all right? We're back to our normal people, okay? So I am assuming that uh, I have to imagine Rom and Scheffler are probably both going to be right around 11,000, right? And then you'll probably have, I would guess, three guys in the 10,000. So let's look and see. Scheffler's 11,000 and Rory's number two? Rory's ahead of Rom? Am I in a, am I in a fucking alternate universe? What are we doing? Right? Did, am I the only one that realizes Rory's a fucking loser? What are we do? Okay, great. You guys go play Rory at 10-9. I'll save him for you, bruh. Uh, Jonathan Ramathan. Okay, so there is five guys that are five figures. 
And there's only one guy at 11,000, but uh, Rory and Rom are right there on it, right? Which I love because when they do this, when they put two of these guys up here and you start a lineup with Rory and Scheffler, you can't even spend 6,000 for your last or 7,000 per golfer for your last four golfers. So I love when they do this because it basically makes it where it prices people out. If you want to play Scheffler uh, uh, and Rory together or, or, or Scheffler and Rom together, you're basically punting with your last four spots, which I think is a terrible way to build week long lineups. You just never see that where you're going to get all four punts right and the two studs you need to get to finish up there. I just hate that build. So I love when DraftKings does this, where they basically say, if you're picking one of these guys up top, that's all you get, Bob. That's all you get. You get your ass down to the 8Ks now. That's what they're saying. And I love when they do that. So very happy with the, with the pricing up top. They did not make it too soft. I apologize, DraftKings. You've really been impressing me uh, recently. Uh, from there, uh, Xander at 10-4, Cantley at 10-2. I got to tell you, just just first feels, it just feels like a Cantlay week. I don't know. I just love Cantlay at short par 70s, right? And he didn't play great at the U.S. Open, but he also didn't play like an ass at. I think he actually ended up backdooring like a T7 or something like that. Like he was sneaky good at the U.S. Open after he was kind of a prick to start out, right? Victor Hovland, you know, it's just a lot of guys that spun their wheels. But I think you got to get over what you saw at the U.S. Open. Hovland, Finau, uh, guys like that spinning their wheels. Uh, uh, Ricky spinning his wheels. All, mainly those guys did their damage on Sunday, right, to their scores. But overall, they played fine. So, like, I don't, I wouldn't overreact to the U.S. Open. And on the same side of that, I wouldn't overreact to Wyndham Clark and Tommy Fleetwood and Rory playing, like, so damn well, right? I don't think that that's necessarily going to uh, um uh, 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 translate to this week. I will tell you, a guy like Colin Morikawa, though, just initially, I think that motherfucker is unbroken. I think he is, like, unbroken again, and when I think of courses that are a good fit for him, uh, uh, this just, like, literally, this is the perfect course, right? So, uh, he makes a ton of sense just right off the bat, and if you don't know, I am not a Kawa guy, so the fact that I'm saying that, something's wrong. Is Justin Thomas broken? I think so. Is Sung JM broken? I think so. Is Cam Young broken? I think so. So, we'll just call this range right here the broken range. By the way, Hideki, based on that Sunday round, broken well yeah jason day broken holy shit this really is the great broken range right here i think max homa no one is going to play max homa if he's five percent i'll be shocked fitzpatrick no one's going to play him i think people will go back to ricky uh wyndham clark no one will touch him fleetwood's going to be mega shocked this week although i will say he was 7900 last week now he's 9300 i love that they priced him up because honest, honestly the way tommy's playing he should be 9300 dollars, right i am surprised to see Finau getting the big jump in price he must have good course history here i don't know what that's all about because he has not been playing well so i can't imagine anybody's going to want to pay uh, $9,700 for Finau but i actually like Finau at courses where he can kind of club down just hit that driving iron off the tee I, I like him a lot more at those courses uh, all right, so after the broken range, I think Tigala is going to be mega chalk at 8,300. I think people love that guy. He got off to that slow start at the U.S. Open, and then he just fucking grinded for the next three days and came back and actually got a really nice finish. People love this guy as a person, and he scores at DK. That's, the, that, that's a good combination for people to love you. Tom Kim up to 8,100, but let's face it. Tom Kim, I thought, was hurt and was broken. He seems to be unbroken. He impressed the shit out of me at the U.S. Open. And when we think of guys who play short par 70s well, I don't know if there's anybody who's a better fit than Tom Kim. Of course, Siwoo Kim is the Pete Dye Whisperer new guy. If you don't know, Siwoo Kim at, at, at Pete Dye courses, it's just a thing. You got to be aware of that. Old Care Bear Blanket Adam Scott letting everybody down last week. I think you're going to get a big ownership discount on him. I'll probably go back because I love whenever a donkey chuck guy lets everybody down. Everybody's like, fuck that guy. I'm not playing him. That's the best week to play him because now he's going to go finish third place this week and fuck you again. All right, so don't be that guy. Have forgiveness in your heart at PGA TFS, bruh. Uh, from there, 
Uh, let's see. Corey Con- uh, Minwoo Lee. I think he's going to be popular. That guy is good. Uh, he also he he might have the biggest the his ceiling to floor ratio might be the biggest disparity of anybody in PGA DFS. That guy can be so good and so bad it's insane. Corey Connors, just the perfect typical player I'm looking for this week. I think Denny McCarthy is super in play. You know that course was not fair to him at the U.S. Open. I still think he grinded like a T30. Very impressed with him. Brian Harmon, same thing. I think these guys are both really good fits. Matt Kuchar, I think is a good fit. This is what I'm telling you, why I love this course. So many of these guys that like had to play out of their minds to even compete at the U.S. Open are now at a course where they're just as likely to perform as the better ball strikers and deep hitters, and I love that. Oh, Jaeger's back at 7,500? You know everybody's going to play that fucker. People love Steven Jaeger. He's like the new, who's somebody that used to be like a there's just those guys that the community just always loves, right? I mean, to a lesser extent, Patrick Rogers is that, which that's just because the community loves to fucking lose money. Uh, all right, uh, let's see here. Cam Davis, he's going to be – oh, Aberg at 7,400. They ruled him out at 8,300 at his first tournament. I th- and he performed. I think he's a $7,400 Aberg. I think people are going to love to play him, right? I don't know if he's a Care Bear blanket play, but when you got a guy with that much talent at 7,400, people are going to want to play him. Oh, my God. Rye, Cole, Ekro. These guys are too good to be 73, 7,400. i got to imagine these guys are going to be popular. Uh, they don't uh, – uh, KH Lee, they call him TPC Lee for a reason. He plays well at these TPC courses. Good sleeper right there. Hey, there's the loser himself, Patrick Rogers. Kitty – man, this is a real – look how good these players are down here in the low 7Ks. Grio, Kitiyama, Putnam. Taylor Moore is 7,200? But he's a bomber, and the bombers can't play well at this course. No, that's not necessarily true. It just doesn't mean only bombers can play well at this course. Tom Hoagie at a wedge fest? Okay, give me some old cheesesteak hoags. The Bez Dispenser. This does seem like, man, I love this low 7K range. Justin Sutt, 7,200. Brennan Sutt. Man, I might need to play 500 lineups this week, and I might just pick two guys up top and then just rotate all these dudes down here because this 7K range, this low 7K range in particular, is delicious. I mean, I, I see so many, like if Brendan Todd, Adam Shank, uh, Bez, Hoagie, Putnam, Kitayama, any of these guys finish T5 this week, not one of them would shock me, okay? Patrick Rogers would shock me, but that's only because he fucking sucks. Um, okay, from there, uh, who else do we have? Uh, Brandon Wu. I mean, golly, I love this low 7K range. Bennett, right? He fell apart, but don't forget how good he played. The guy is a talent, man. I'm telling you, don't overreact to him having a bad weekend at the U.S. Open. Who else do we have here? Nate Lashley, uh, Mark Hubbard. Mark Hubbard at 6,900. Nice. He might be a sneaky good play. SH, or SH Kim. I don't know why people love that guy, but they do. Uh, who is? Some, anybody else? I mean, th- even the 6Ks aren't that gross, but I will say this. They are priced fairly, right? Like, I, I feel like most of these guys in the 6Ks, Taylor Pendrith, how the mighty have fallen. Remember, he used to be 9,400 and people would play him. Now he's 6,700 and people won't fucking touch him. Uh, who else do we got? Um, Carson Young at 6,500. Let me go ahead and warn you. Donkey chalk alert right there. People love Carson Young. Uh, Davis Thompson. I think I could get on board with some Davis Thompson. American flag. Oh, uh, man. Uh, T Dunks and Callum Taren for, or for, but save them for showdown. Don't play them at week long. Do yourself that favor. EVR, same thing. Don't play them at week long. Just get one nuclear round from at showdown and then just say, I'm up on EVR this week. All right, it goes, okay, it's starting to get pretty ugly pretty quick. But what a deep, great fill, man. What an, this is an elevated event, if you don't know. And that means that, like, there's a bigger purse, so it draws in all the good players, right? I think this is a terrible spot across the country right after a major. Terrible timing, terrible uh, 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 schedule making. But regardless, awesome field, 
awesome prizes, a uh, 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 fun strategy. It's going to be awesome. Go sign up for my newsletter right now. You go reserve your three spots in my motherfucker contest. Don't make me be that guy Wednesday night trying to fill it. And, of course, don't forget to be back Wednesday night for the live stream in the Lord's time zone, 7 o'clock. We'll see you there, mother fathers. This has been real. Good luck this week. Don't forget to leave a comment telling me how you did at best ball. Enjoy this outro. <laughs>